Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana. And with me, as always, he's over there. He's Andy Asimakis. How are you, Andy? If Navi from Ocarina of Time yes. were a group of people, uh-huh. I think it would be this game's fan base. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I think that that is very and apropos of you. Very so. excited about this interview. Oh, you're excited. I love passion. Yeah. I love... You know, people who have like a real just love for a game, want to know more right. about it and its right. origins as such. Right. So it's going to be fun today. Well, I, I lament the day, Andy. Mm-hmm. I lament the day because these, these, the, this, this heathenish group of, of fans who come into our comments section and, and oh, hijack yeah. it. Have f- are winning, Andy. They've won because finally it is here. He, they have spoken. They have spoke. They have spoken. In all seriousness, we're happy. We're glad. We are so thrilled to have on the show uh, Jaden Sykes, the creator of Cross Planet. That's right. If you were in our comments section for the last month, you've probably seen a lot of people asking for us to do this interview. But mm-hmm. Cross Planet is a free-to-play sci-fi shooter in development for the PC. Jaden, welcome to the show. Finally. We can put it to bed. We've done it. Hello. Yep, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we did. Uh, that was actually a tactic from us. We floated your uh, comments on YouTube. We like um, posted to our Discord. Hey, everyone, we want to be part of this podcast. Can you go and flood <laughs> their comment section? Oh <laughs> That's God. what they did. And it worked. Fantastic. It, so it very much worked. Um, it, it's it. funny because I, I was not brought up to speed on any of that happening. I just saw it happen and I'm like... Did I fuck up? Did I put cross planet instead of cross play podcast? Like that's really where it came from. I was like, holy shit. Did I just like ruin our, you know, search results or whatever? I've broken the algorithm. So I'm looking, I'm like, no, th- this is completely random. Maybe maybe they are, were searching for cross planet, but they got cross play and were really upset about it. Uh, of course, Crossplay is our game news podcast that we like to do uh, once a week on Twitch.tv slash dual screen streams and later on YouTube.com slash dual screens TV on your favorite podcast service, including uh, our home pod being Apple all that fun stuff it's on the same channel that you're listening to this so by the way you're listening to the dual screens podcast the internet's number one indie developer interview podcast starring two dudes you've never heard of probably this show posts each and every friday on that same uh podcast service that i was just mentioning including on youtube youtube.com slash dual screens tv and we want to thank our patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler fnh paul and Vegas Girl on Fire, which you could also be a supporter at patreon.com slash NDS podcast. So thank you so much to everyone that helps us out because it really does help us out tremendously. Now, you flooded our comments. They came in with vengeance, the pitchforks and torches. And I got to be honest, they were very gentle. They were very kind, but it took me back. It was very confusing. But here we are. We, we finally did it and we're here. Why are people so excited about Cross Planet? What is it, man? Jaden, give us the elevator pitch. What are we doing? Uh, it's funny to say that. I hate when people ask for the elevator pitch because we don't actually have one. We kind of just talk about, you know, what it is. I guess that's what you give do. Give me the Uber ride pitch. <laughs> I yeah. have it. It, it, it. It's in my notes, actually, from the last time we spoke, Jaden. So, uh, I mean... The thing that I think people bond with the most is the fact that we're kind of like a return to form. It's like a nostalgia thing. Okay. It's um, people often compare us to Halo, which some people might think you get annoyed with. If every day you're compared to Halo, it's like, ah, oh, crap, everyone sees us as just this knockoff or something. But that is the one game that I think we aspire to, you know, 
bring ourselves towards the most. Um, so we don't take that as a, an insult, really. It's like, yes, if you say we like Halo, then thank you. That's what we kind of aim to be, a third-person um, Halo with some of the games mixed in there as well. So I play Splitgate a lot, and that's actually how I found out about this podcast. Um, I've helped them with a few things before as well, and I took a few inspirations from that game, along with a mix of other things like Mass Effect for the third-person element, uh, Doom, because we have some like undead aspects in there, different game mode and things. So we just kind of... We looked at Halo and said, this is the base for the game. And then we're going to combine all these other games into it as well and sort of mash them up. And that's why people enjoy it. Because I think uh, recently gaming as a whole has become very BR heavy and people are looking yeah. for arena style shooters again. Mm -hmm. And we are that. We're just a, a group of people who enjoy arena shooters. So, Yeah, yeah I, I think there, there was, with the advent of, um, I think it was, uh, shit, what was it called? Um the resurgence mode in Warzone. Um, it's a much more chaotic, shorter battle royale style game. There's only 10 teams. It's, it's much quicker. Yeah. Um, it's much more claustrophobic. And I think people started to realize, Hey, I miss this chaos. And you know, then you started to see apex legends have their arenas mode. You had like all this, all these other games, like, and now with Splitgate out there and finally starting to be taken seriously. Um, after, you know, kind of sitting there in, in Steam and in early access and all that stuff for, for a little bit. Now console players are really starting to see uh, where the genre can go and, and how much fun it could be to have people that are passionate about that genre making those games. Um, so that's really, really, really cool. But what's uh, let's talk very, very quickly about what's standing, what, what's making you guys stand apart from the split gates of the world and, and uh, those halos that you aspire to be. Yeah. So I think for us, it's the third person aspect you don't really see a lot of third-person arena shooters too often. At least I can't remember the last time that I really played one. Um, and that comes from the... We used to look at um, old footage of Halo again. Um, Halo's original plan was to be on the Macintosh mm -hmm. um, as a third-person shooter. That fell through and they went with first-person when they... you know, I think some guy just said, hey, what if we put you in the player's perspective? And that's the path that they went down. So for us, it's kind of... We, we want to see what that game would have looked like if they took their original course and made it a third-person arena shooter. And I think that's the, the number one thing that people are really curious about. Like, how will this play? Mm. Um, will it be fun? Or will it be like, eh, this feels a bit weird because I'm not actually in control of the player. I don't see it through his eyes. But so far, I'd say like 99% of the comments we got on YouTube, things we post on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, um, it's all positive reception and mm. people really like the take on it. So... Yes, yeah. Wow, that takes me back. That was like what the uh, it was Apple at the Javits Center showing off their brand yeah. new computer game Halo, and uh, not too long afterward, it was like at Microsoft's E3 that they just scooped up Bungie yep. as a whole. I'm like, now it's our thing that we're doing now. God, smart. Thank you, smart. Play. Thank you for that. Like I haven't, I, I haven't not thought about that for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't have exactly a PC say. that could really like. I wasn't a huge PC Halo. gamer. Like I missed all of. Like my brother played Doom on PC and like you know the Quake and and all that stuff. But I wasn't really into that stuff. The uh, PC games that I got into were like Command and Conquer and then MMOs like Final Fantasy XI and City of Heroes and like those were the games I played. Um, so I missed all of that kind of genres. I, I missed all of that and then. 
so when Xbox came out, I really didn't care. Like I, I was like, oh, the computer people. Like I don't, I don't care about that. I was so ingrained in PlayStation and Nintendo at the time that it didn't matter to me. But the thing that made Halo really stand out to me later on as I got into it was the campaign and see like I didn't I never played multiplayer. I was never a multiplayer guy uh, for for Halo. I did not play multiplayer on any of them ever period. So really Splitgate is the first Halo multiplayer I've ever played, which is kind of weird to talk about. That's <laughs> it is. It's, it's weird. It's just a, a strange, strange thing. So yeah. so you, you're you're a, you know arena shooter. Are you do you have any kind of baked in story and lore or anything for the players to kind of explore in that in that aspect? Not really right now. There's mm-hmm. basic things such as, you know, maybe a little background as to why the players exist what sure. planet they're on, a couple names for the enemies, you know, we'll give them a sort of a background as to what type of enemy they are, where they come from, some made up planets and things like that. Sure. But there's no story mode, there's no campaign. It's it's not really something that is um law driven. But that that might change. Um but right now the focus is yeah the multiplayer yeah. The, you are the the story. Like you you know that you're a, just a, a guy who hops into this game and we're not really too set on um, portraying you as a fictional character right now. So, okay, yeah. What uh, what kind of modes are we getting into here in Cross Planet, Jaden? Yeah. So right now we have your standard team deathmatch, capture the flag, which for us is actually just called capture, um, and we replaced the flags with like energy cores that you have to deliver between bases. But the game mode is essentially the same. We just tried to be different <laughs> as much as we. Uh, <laughs> Also, um, instead of red versus blue, our teams are red versus green. Very different. <laughs> That's really different. You guys are, yeah. are so brave. Yep. <laughs> um, no one's going to know. No one no will one's know. Gonna no. know. <laughs> no one will link it with any other game. Um, and then we have um, aspirations for like a hill type mode. So domination or king of the hill type mode. Um, there's bobblehead snipers, which is where everyone gets a big bobblehead. I love it. So yeah, yeah that was inspired by Splitgate as well. Uh, and then we have a game mode called Safeguard, which is really, really alpha stage right now. But Safeguard is where instead of fighting each other, it's um, so it's like a team of four who fight off against waves of aliens or spiders or undead, something like that. Um, so it's pretty much inspired by um, Gears of War's Horde yeah, mode. the Horde mode, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, we're going to yeah. put a bit of a twist on it and stuff. So instead of just surviving, you might have to defend an objective, such as a base or a reactor core or something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, those those are the, the key modes. And those are and, fully cooperative? That would be like yeah. a fully cooperative thing? It wouldn't be like a team of four also trying to do it and like score better, more points or anything like that? So it's both. So we have one which Ooh. is safeguard, which is your team of four just trying to win or stay alive. And then there's safeguard versus, which is 2v2. So you, like two teams of two, protect their own base and compare scores at the end of the game. Oh, that's awesome. So, but that is that's like, really cool. that mode is in just like concept stage of we have a few assets and a map that's a blockout stage. Okay, very good. It, Get it, it done and stop pro- procrastinating. Stop doing podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> this make this the last one you do. Get out there and start finishing, okay? Uh, <laughs> enough nonsense here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Steven, they did, they did, they did just hijack Gamescom with a very special announcement. <laughs> they did. In case you were wondering, mm. Jaden, can you please go into detail? Yeah, so we just put a trailer out, um, which was it was my very last minute decision. We originally <laughs> were going to do this in two or three weeks. Um, it's a trailer for a closed demo, um, which is mm. 
like a it's still an alpha so it's just a, it's a demo where we're gonna basically say uh if you're in our discord or if you're following our game jolt page you get access so that's how you get it it's kind of closed but also not really yeah yeah because <laughs> all you have to do is join the discord and you can play <laughs> yeah uh, it's right, not hard right. to get in <laughs> but um yeah so we announced that through a one minute trailer and how we did it was we were in a call with each other and i saw that gamescom was live on twitch and i just said hold on a minute what if we pretend that we're at gamescom right now and we release our trailer and just use all the gamescom hashtags to try and bring in this wave of people and it, it somewhat seems to have worked because I think we just hit a thousand views on that video in three days. Goodness. So oh my God. it seems to be working. It was We've a good it. decision, but <laughs> there was a little bit of like, is this okay? Are we going to get into trouble for doing this? You didn't but... use their logos. They, nope. they can't have trademarks yeah. on hashtags. You, you got it. say yeah. you were at Gamescom. It's just, hey, Gamescom is happening. Plus here. Yeah. We specifically said we are not at Gamescom. However, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Yeah. that's that's awesome that that is i so, wouldn't say that's hijacking i'd say that's hitchhiking no yeah. no you're right right yeah so when you make an arena-based shooter that's heavy on the multiplayer aspect it's all about the weapons the maps the vehicles what can we expect to get our hands on in cross planet to kill people with um in the full game or demo Oh, uh, you you're just trying to sell the game, buddy. Uh, yeah, let's get in there. Say, yeah, give us your whole spiel. Uh, so in the it's full the game, vision. the full game, uh, they'll be divided into two things. So there'll be the sandbox side, which is you know four v four, eight v eight, six v six, maybe a ten v ten mode or something. The big team style with vehicles, um, like jets, um, things like that. And then there's the other side, which is the standard like 2v2s and 4v4s, when it's more competitive on smaller scale maps. Um, and then obviously the safeguard thing as well. Um, so there's kind of three, I guess, core gameplay styles in the game and modes and stuff. Um, and then aside from that, like, there's a couple of smaller things on the side. Like we might do like a, uh, a, a bot arena, like a training area type, type mm -hmm. of thing as well, which people can play. Um, and then the, the big goal is eventually, uh, this would be probably post-launch, because uh, this is a huge thing, would be something more on the scale of maybe like a 20 versus 20 um, oh. real players and AI friendlies, um, very much inspired by Halo 5's Warzone mode, if you've ever okay. seen that. Um, so you'd be like, yeah, so real players and bots um, all against each other with the objective of large-scale maps and capturing bases to score points and things like that mm. um, and overtaking the enemy's huge headquarters or something. But that's a mode that will probably come last because all the other things are so much easier to do. Sure. You know, your standard free-for-all, deathmatch, whatever. They were the first things we did because they're, they're the foundation of, okay, is this fun? You have the replay loop of people play one game, they get pushed back into lobby, they start the game again, they play, and they're much easier to do. And then, yeah, the, the big goal of like, okay, this is what separates us really is this huge scale thing, yeah. uh, which is be, will be very difficult for an indie team. We're aware of that. So that's why we've kind of pushed it to the side and said, okay, let's do this eventually when we know that we have a, a better foundation here. So. How big is your team? Uh, right now, officially, it's about 10 people. But in terms of people that contribute on a daily basis, I'd say more like five or six. Okay. We have some people that uh, the audio side, and they might do something like once or twice per week. Hmm. Um, whereas the artists and the programmers right now are daily. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, are are you? Is it like a an actual core team that that's like on some sort of 
I don't want to say payroll, but like, you know what I mean? Or is it just a bunch of contractors that are working on this project together? Uh, the second one, kind of. Yeah. It, it Really, it's a passion project. Nobody's sure. getting paid to do this. Okay. Um, people have a contract, but it's, the contract is basically just saying, please don't share all this online before it's finished. Sure. <laughs> that's, sure. Yeah, right. it's an NDA. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, it, that's it. It's just a group of people that are mm. all, uh, to be honest, uh, okay with their day jobs, but don't really want to do that as a career. So sure. we've all come together to try and create something much bigger. And yeah, it's just people that have a passion for games and want to create something. Do you have a plan to try and get some like a publisher or get some monetization like what what's your what's your plan for that right now the plan is pretty much when we get a little bit bigger through forms of like content and things gaining a fan base we'll try and do some form of crowdfunding because people have already asked us to do it but we kind of said like yeah we get that you guys want us to do it now but the the difference in doing it now with a discord of 200 to 300 people and doing it in 12 months with a discord of 5,000, 10,000 people, whatever, mm-hmm. is so much different for us. Right. Um, so we said, we'll, we'll do it. And that'll be our first round of, I guess, investment, crowdfunding it. Um, and if anyone does want to pick it up eventually, whether it's some investor or publisher, whatever, we'll decide then. Um, right. But right now, I don't think we're at that stage, you know, because sure. um, it's still, it's, it's, a, it's a hobby thing for us. You know, it's not... Uh, it's not something that we do to survive, you know, <laughs> we don't get paid. So I got you. Yeah. Right. Uh, you had mentioned at the beginning that you used to um, do skins for Splitgate. Yeah. And my, my assumption was that you were working on this for a bit with a uh, 1047 and that sort of like gave you the push to pursue your own gaming project. Yeah. But then you and I spoke a little bit a while back and there was a, an even more insane reason as to why you wanted to make a video game. And I want you to go into that in all the gory detail. Cause it's, it's quite the story and I want you to share it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <laughs> beans. so yeah, originally uh, I did help um, split gate on 1047 with uh, weapon skins in that game. So I did, I want to say like between 15 to 20 weapon skins in that game. Um, and that kind of gave me a little bit of a push to make this um, because not because I played it and I enjoyed it and I wanted to make a game, but one, uh, because I actually offered uh, to invest into Splitgate as well. That's one thing. At the time, I didn't have enough money. Um, so I'm not going to reveal how much they were asking for because I don't even know if I'm allowed to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have enough to invest in Splitgate at the time. Uh, and I kind of said, right, well, I kind of want to do my own thing if I can't join them. And the other thing was, uh, so how long ago is it now? Uh, a year and about a year and a half almost. Um, I had a liver transplant, which was a huge thing. Um, I and would imagine, it, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, there's also a guy, a guy at a place that I work right now who's going through almost the exact same thing. And we were talking the other day about how the brain works when something like that happens to you. And what happened to both of us is your brain goes into this mode of like, okay, worst comes to worst. What, what am I going to do with my final, you know, whether it be years, months, whatever. And you stop caring about your day job and things like that. And you just push yourself to go into your passion projects. What are you really interested in? Um, and this, kind of drive of like, I need to succeed in some way or another, whether it's 
you know, starting a business or creating a game, if it's getting a promotion at my job or if, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, another thing that was always in the back of my mind is like, you know, I, I've got to like do something. And I did, I did multiple things. So uh, <laughs> I started a jewelry business, which was one of them, uh, which is doing pretty well. Uh, it's made, I think, I think I just hit like 16,000 pounds in sales, which is like $20,000. Yeah. That's nice. So that's yeah, good, doing man. pretty well. Uh, I had a perfume business, which ultimately failed, um, but it was a fun experience. That was me and a group of friends. <laughs> um, and yeah, the video game is the third, third thing. So there's, <laughs> that's all that. My brain just went into this like, okay, yeah, I, I got to uh, accomplish something. So I picked up all these little different projects and the two that stuck are the jewelry and cross planet. So, and it only took the threat of losing a liver or your life, pretty much, to get you there. That's his, his that's life, yeah, yeah. That's how the human brain works. Yeah, no, I I can't imagine like it, I mean, just thinking about that. Yeah, we've heard. Oh, it was a game jam thing. That is that was a full game. It's, yeah. Oh, I played games all my life, and I want to make one. Or I was in third party studios for like the better part of ten years. Now I want to go indie. I think your story takes the cake with, well, I, I may die. So to leave my mark somehow, going to make some jewelry. You should some, include this into the marketing somehow for the game. Sell some perfume and then I'll make a game and one of those will hit. Yep. <laughs> wow. I, I, I did not know that story, but like, <laughs> that seems like, I mean, you got a lot of pelotas there, a lot of balls to be going that I mean, yeah, that's one thing that we're all scared of, right? It's like, well, obviously you're scared of dying, but we're also like scared of failure. So we don't take as many chances yeah. as, you know, you might when you feel like your back's up against the wall. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just, I'll do whatever I can do. And something sticks. Great. Um, and it seems like you're making the hell, a hell of a game that has quite a following. Um, all because you uh, thought the end was nigh. Um, it, it appears that you're, you're alive. So that's good. You're not, you're not a zombie, are you? No. <laughs> All right. Because that would also that would be a first for us. That would be cool. Right. That would be really cool. I mean, we we may or may not be in the middle of an apocalypse, but zombie apocalypse is not what we're we're looking forward to. History does not look smile kindly kindly upon us in those situations. Wow, that was a that was a diversion, huh? Yep. The coffee's hitting bit. me in a very special way right now, Andy. Where 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 do we go from here? So what kind of guns can I use in your game? <laughs> you didn't even try to like swerve into that. You no, no, it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, the coffee's seriously I, 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 hitting I'm me just in gonna the go like, right now. This is like I've just, we've already careened off the road as it is. So well, that, that was that was a that was a left hook, Andy. This is something you knew about that I didn't know bit. about. So it was like a left True. hook where I'm like, oh, this dude came like he's on our show. His, his group of minions bombarded our our comment. Uh, section to to like get us to get him on the show, which was going to happen anyway. Sorry, guys, we it was already right. something that Andy was discussing, but like the fact that this game came out of, for lack of a better term, desperation for success and happiness, and just being like, it's kind of like a bucket list thing, and now it's got this whole life of its own. Like that's that's not something you could just digest as a person who like I'm an I'm an empathetic person. Like I could. You know, I could, I could, you know, not relate, but I could appreciate that, you know, pretty deep, deeply. So, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's funny. My notes here from our my last talk with Jaden say, "Halo," but third person, and then it says "liver transplant," 
parentheses heavy drinker question mark <laughs> close parentheses oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you're young no. you're a young dude um you don't have to get into all of that obviously but if you want to share that you can i, I don't know that's up i to don't you. mind uh like previously um before it happened before the transplant happened i never spoke about it to anyone i kept it secret but after it kind of becomes like part of you and you just talk about it and stuff so um yeah, I mean, uh, drinking, no, that's not the reason. You can delete that note. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I know that. That was just me being an asshole on paper, but still. <laughs> no, um, I've, I've actually, I mean, I don't even know uh, how much alcohol I've consumed. It's less than like two or three units of alcohol in my entire life. I don't drink. I never smoked. I just drew the short straw, I guess, when it comes yeah. to medical stuff. So, yeah, mm. it's just thing I was, I was born with, apparently. Uh, and a transplant is the only way to fix it. It's a, what do you call it? Um, autoimmune disease. So, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. And th- so is this something you found out about like late in life? I mean, you said you didn't speak about it. Is this something that you knew was happening for years? Like, I- yeah, you, it's like something that went undiagnosed for years. So they didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. They give you medication that like, isn't helping at all so she went through like years of taking things that just did nothing to help and they're all like why is this not helping what do you actually have and then i don't know when it was but maybe like four even five years ago i think they might have diagnosed exactly what it was um and then yeah i think at the time they just said this is what you have the like at the end of the day you will have to have a transplant at some point and you my brain just kind of said no i'll be fine i'll I'll put it off i'll go back to work i'll sit down and watch the avengers on repeat for 50 days in a row or something and just (laughs) live a sloppy life (laughs) um but then slowly it creeps up on you you realize that oh shit i actually have to uh like take this you know into account my brain has to register that this is happening Mm. um and yeah from all the people that i spoke to went through something similar and again all the people that i see online all these big like social media i hate the word influencers but what else do you call like content creators i guess um you often find that a lot of the big ones and a lot of the successful people foreshadowing here hopefully (laughs) um they do have some form of like story like that like oh a, a family member passed away or oh i have a medical condition or something terrible happened when i was younger and i wanted to you know, make something of myself and it gives people a drive. So I'm, I'm praying that it does the same for me. <laughs> so how did you, uh, how did you get your team together when you decided, Hey, I want to do this. How did that, how did that happen? Yeah. So originally, uh, I was, I think it was December of, uh, last year, I was scrolling through Facebook of all places. I don't use Facebook anymore. I can't even remember why I was on there. <laughs> um, I use Twitter these days, but yeah, I was, I was on Facebook for some reason ended up in a group for indie games uh, using Unity, the game engine. And there was a guy in there called Andre who posted his very simple uh, low-poly sci-fi game, which was just a player that looked incredibly like Master Chief, but a blocky version, um, on this moon kind of surface, uh, fighting, again, blocky like AI uh, enemies. And it was really simple. It was just him firing lasers with two guns at a couple of enemies. Uh, but my brain immediately said, this looks like a really bad <laughs> third-person Halo. Um, and, I, I, and I've always been a fan of Halo. My Halo playtime is 
over probably six, maybe 700 days in game time. Oh my, um, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> my Halo Reach playtime alone is like 460 days. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so my brain just said, well, this, yeah, this looks um, a lot like Halo and I really enjoy it. And game design is something I always wanted to get into. It's something I did at college and then I abandoned it after one year. <laughs> Mm. Um, my tutor at college was a guy called Rob Charlish, and he was the lead designer on the Worms series. Mm, um, series, yeah. So I, I left that course because me and him didn't really get along. Just a stupid reason to leave a college course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I abandoned game design after one year of college and went to do graphic design for six years. And now, due to one guy posting a video on Facebook and my brain saying I need to do something, this is all formed. So it started with me and Andre. I just messaged him saying, do you want help on this, basically? Um, so I offered my experience with graphic design, a little bit of experience with modeling and texturing, and then social media work and content and things like that, because I previously streamed, made YouTube videos. So I knew that would help uh, bring in fans and things. And after that, we just got to work month by month. A new person will see us, whether they're someone who does audio, someone who does 3D, a programmer, someone who wants to help with social, whatever they are they see us on social media and they just say, can I join? Like, do you want more people to help out? And that's what keeps happening. I'd say roughly once every month, we get a new guy who just comes along and says, can I help with this? Like, I don't want to be paid. I just enjoy what I see. I've always liked Halo and can I help out? That is a very, very unique to our generation way Mm -hmm. of working. Like you, you wouldn't nothing like this. Like you wouldn't hear any of this from any other generation. Like it's almost like a, yeah. a foreign concept that oh, you could just like, hey, can I help you? Oh uh, yeah, can I help you for free? Yeah, <laughs> and can we make What's something people catch? actually want? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How does anybody make money? It does it really matter? Wanna... It's a pandemic. We'll be fine. Just you yeah. want to give your yeah. You want to give your time and energy to this project, and I'm not going to pay you to do that. Sure. Do you think the pandemic totally. had something to do with people willing to do this for for you know help out for free? Like they just had more free time to kind of explore in this. I think maybe a little bit, yeah. But I um I did the same thing with someone else's project years ago yeah. when I was in high school. I just joined uh, people making like Halo fan games back then. Uh, and I joined in with those just purely out of interest for the game and wanting some kind of, I guess, entryway into the industry. Sure. So for a lot of people, this is probably also like a portfolio thing. If you can create mm, something like right, this and right. maybe it doesn't blow up on the scale that mm. you want it to, at least you have it in your pocket as like a, here's what I did previously. Please hire me. <laughs> so That's fair. Yeah. Are you excited for all for the new Halo game coming out in December? <laughs> uh... I played the tech demo. Oh, wow. you, you you mean you mean thirty uh-huh. percent of the Halo game coming out in December? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't happy yes. about that. Um, I have mixed opinions on Halo right now. As a as a game, is it fun to play? Yes, it also it's always fun to play. Um, am I as addicted as I was when I was sixteen? No, it, it's not as good as it was then. Um, but I still enjoy it. Yes, I will play it. Yes, I'm excited for it. But the one thing that I think every Halo fan has in the back of their minds now is, do we trust 343 Industries to like pull through with this? Because <laughs> as much as like some of the people there are obviously really talented in what they do, and I'm not going to discredit them. They're like obviously really, yeah, they know what they're doing. 
Um, but it seems that they just have this problem with releasing a complete game. They can't do it. Not once have they released a game and it's been fully polished and all the content is in the game. It's always, here's the campaign and multiplayer forge and custom games and theater mode comes in six months. Why? Like, I don't, maybe it's just Microsoft pressuring them to release on a certain date or something. You know, mm-hmm. there's obviously things behind closed doors that we can't know about. Um, right. But yeah, like to answer your question, basically, yes, I, I'm excited about it, but uh, I'm also skeptical of how it's going to go. I think this is their last chance as well. I think if they, if they mess this up and the game loses, you know, half of its fan base after a few months, I think this is it for Halo. It just becomes a cash grab for Microsoft after this because that's slowly where I see it heading as well. It's like, oh, new Halo toys, new Halo book, new Halo comic, new Halo Xbox to celebrate 30 years of Halo existing. Like, who wants this? <laughs> the, the, there was a huge disappointment from people uh, about the uh, the Xbox release from, um, again, from, from Gamescom. It's like, oh, by the way, guys, we have this huge thing to announce. It's an Xbox with a Halo skin celebrating 30 years of our game being out. It's like at least, at least they did something. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I like think it. it looked pretty cool. <laughs> sure. It looks cool, but I think people are just hoping for more. Halo's this maybe it's unrealistic at this point. I don't know. But I think people well, just want more from see, Halo. The issue with that is could we talk about, you know, the game not being finished when it launches or it, I feel it's been what five or six years since we've had the idea of Halo Infinite in our heads. Yeah, it's six years. When we first saw it um, last last summer, everyone was like, this looks like a 360 game. And this was somehow good enough for you to release to the public looking the way it did. So it, it does make me question, like, who's in charge? Who's allowing these things to happen? And where's the oversight in the, in, in the franchise? Yeah, in a more broader sense. I think the the paradigm is shifting now because of Game Pass. I think they they yeah. can release dribbles of a game right. because they know people are they already have their fifteen sixteen dollars and a month, and they're gonna get their player base. Whatever, some people will pay for the game. Most people will not. They'll just have mm-hmm. their Game Pass, and it really doesn't matter. They'll it's just just having the name. Hey, we have a new Halo, and it's on Game Pass. Part of your subscription. That's just that's enough for them. Right. You know. And how 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 incomplete is a game if I'm only paying if I'm if it's free for someone right, that has right. a game pass? Right. You're exactly. Not paying, you're not paying up front, so just get, take it in piecemeal yeah. and sh- shut up and like it. Well, that's Halo. That's Microsoft. That's Game Pass. That's a whole other story. Because hopefully, maybe maybe hopefully one day Cross Planet will be on Game Pass. You never know. You never know, man. Yeah. They could they could reach out and be like, "Yo, we like this," and you could be like, "I right, cool." Show me the money. It's, it, it, it's already free to play. What's it going on Game Pass for? Well, when it's finished. You know, oh, I mean, it's like it's... You, when it's like, hey, we have all of these modes, all these modes that we wanted to do, but we didn't. But because Microsoft's given us a cushion, cushion, we could throw that shit all up in there. <laughs> you know, what I, you know what I mean? You get you pick. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Um, no, it's going to be Nintendo's going to buy this shit as the Halo killer. Oh, that's it. That's yeah, that's what they need. That's what they care about. Um, question. You have a very, very ravenous, very, very dedicated fan base, as we know, as we mentioned at the top of the show with the comments and all that stuff. What has it been like working so closely with with people who 
enjoy the game and what kind of feedback did you get? What kind of, what kind of lessons did you learn from that? And what do you, how, how do you take feedback and implement it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, our community right now is it, it's small, but very dedicated and we like to involve them in a lot of things. So we QA test uh, now almost every weekend and it's very feedback driven. So we, we play the game with, you know, 20, 30 people. And the, the first thing we say is like, how do you guys feel about this? Please give feedback because ultimately we can enjoy this game all we want, but if you guys don't enjoy it, then this isn't going to succeed. So we always ask like, you know, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, give us ideas from other games. And that's how we drive the game. And our core fan base is very much Halo and Splitgate people with maybe a few Destiny people in here and stuff. So the fact that our fan base and the people who are playing are already people who we aspire to pitch the game to is really good for us because it knows we're getting valuable feedback there. Mm. So yeah, a lot of people are from Splitgate, actually. I want to shout out to uh, Ian, our Cardinal from Splitgate. Love uh, Ian. Good he guys. doesn't mind me really promoting this, I guess, in a way. I can't just drop the server link in the uh, Split God Discord that now has uh, 800,000 people in the Split Gate Discord. <laughs> That'd be nice Good to man. just drop my link in there. <laughs> but uh, he, he lets me hell. promote it and, you know, a, a little bit here and there. So who knows? Maybe uh, that's a partnership, you know? Maybe that's a thing that. Uh, I'd love for that to happen. You know? We spoke about that when Splitgate was, uh, we call it back in the 300 CCU days of Splitgate. It was only. <laughs> Oh, the the OG 300 people that played every day. Um, <laughs> there was talks of like, you know, one day could we do like a crossover where like we put one of our character skins in your game and you put one of yours in our game or something like that. I'd love to do something like that. Fuck that, man. You just be a second studio, man. <laughs> That's it. You go under oh, their wing. Right. You make the third That's person right. version of the games and you make your own little spin on it. They have their split gate shit. Sure, you cross pollinate, of course. But imagine, mm. two, you know, just piggybacking off each other i mean splitgate wasn't yeah. wasn't what it is now you know even when we had ian on the show like yeah. we were part of that 300 people playing that that uh i guess it was called a, i think it was what was it called free to play i don't remember what it was whatever it was now it says, says beta on the bottom of the screen but like it, yeah. it didn't always say that it said something said something else or was something else but whatever i digress we played it and we loved it um but like now that more people actually understand that this is a thing that's out there, it changes the complexion of, of the entire game. And the same thing can happen with cross planet. The same thing is probably going to happen with cross planet because it's already happening. You already have your 300 CC. It's just a little smaller right now, but like that's going to continue. And, you know, having this, this close relationship with another game that it has found their, their success, I think is only a, a good thing for both of you. Um, because it gives, it, it gives them, kind of a little brother you know what i mean to like continue to foster because it and it'll help their relationship or their uh development a little bit better to have just a, a larger talent pool that you're that you're you know been gathering across the face of the internet so i i mean i it's a it's a no-brainer i know the games are similar but i don't think that that really needs to matter i mean look at look at uh you know doom and and you know the guys at bethesda like they all make very similar games but they're unique in their own ways and it works, right? So yeah. why not? Yeah, Ian actually uh, messaged me the day saying he really wants to play Cross Planet because he hasn't touched it yet. He's very busy right now, obviously, because yeah. of the explosion yeah. of Splitgate. But um, yeah, I mentioned that I, to him that I was coming on this show and he said, like, I really need to play your game at some point. Um, and when I told everyone else in the Discord, they were all saying, like, you, you need to try and get him to, like, 
invest or something you know <laughs> yeah put some money into or just this be or just be a, an ambassador the... for it you know like yeah just be like because there's going to be as you get more notoriety right you're gonna have people that are say oh you're a ripoff you're you're just because Splitgate got big you know now now you come around and this game looks like shit because obviously you know you're young you're younger in development and all that stuff but if he comes out and says no no, no they're our friends like cut that shit out like I'm going to play their game on just, my just thing to for you alone. Yeah, exactly. Just, just to yeah. be that kind of voice on the mountaintop, you know, like that's dope. Like that. W- would you have come here if it wasn't for them being on our show? Probably not. Like, I mean, if, if you think about like, it, like, no, yeah. cause I wouldn't know you existed. I don't yeah, exactly. think that's well, the reason I knew thanks, you existed. Thanks is because somebody thanks who, <laughs> for that. usually how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually how it I goes. Mean, I feel real good. I was, I was led to you through, you know, a, a game that I enjoyed and yeah, that's how things work that's how content works in general yes, you watch something because someone you know or something you enjoy well, is being shown yeah oh. and we, we do like to pick winners on the show Jaden. only winners i think you're now amongst that elite group of developers <laughs> so i think elite good stuff is in your future elite. don't pressure me too much <laughs> speaking of the future andy oh, it's about yeah. that time buddy Oh, yeah. Is it when I asked Jaden what are the do's and don'ts of starting a perfume business? <laughs> you could certainly have that be part of the the rapid fire <laughs> section. But, folks, it's now time to get into the rapid no, fire no, no. section. This is where we're going to get to know Jaden deep down inside his solar plexus, the darkest corners of his of his bowels. We're going to get to know everything about him from top to bottom. And it's very simple. If you were to describe, here it is. You're just giving, giving us answers. If you were to describe the scent you were trying to make in your perfume business, what was that scent? Uh, Aventus, because it was a replica of uh, Aventus by Creed. So there you go. There is wow. nothing left to the imagination of why that failed. Nothing. <laughs> I will say one thing. Just Don't start a perfume business in the pandemic. That was the worst choice we had. <laughs> Hindsight you know, is twenty twenty, my friend. Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> I feel like we 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 learned so much from developers on this show, and it makes us say, "This is why we do the show." Yeah. But that was a very magical moment, I must say, <laughs> that I could never have been fully prepared for, even knowing that you had a perfume business. All right. Um, Let's go back. Yo, to the I, there's a, a ball here. There it is. <laughs> um, pineapple on pizza, Jaden. Yes or no? No. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys are yes. Or? Uh, I'm, it's not about us. All right. It's not about us, Jaden. All right. It's about you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's really not that, about. That us, gives me right? my answer. I think. <laughs> You're not, you're not, you're not getting like the public opinion, you know, what, what, what's, what's polling a certain way. It's all about you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Steven. Let's see. Is cereal a soup? Mm. No. Okay. I've asked that question myself before, actually. Mm, As a joke for a tweet. <laughs> Fair. The, this is a recent addition to rapid fire. Yes. Yes. Of, I want to say two hours ago yes when you're in the bathroom and you're getting up to wipe your your bottom mm-hmm. do you crumple or do you fold the toilet paper old 
Okay. 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 Good. Good. Hmm. Sneakers or flippity flop slash sandals? Uh, sneakers or shoes slash trainers, as we call them in the UK. Trainers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give us a very brief, non-inspirational quote. Non-inspirational. Non-inspirational. So you were just you were just asked to give a speech at your university, <laughs> and you have v- very awful memories of your time there, <laughs> and you hate everyone, and you want to discourage. <laughs> the graduating class as quickly and as meaningfully as possible. Yes. What do you say to them? Uh, well, it's something similar that I say to my work right now. Um, <laughs> something along the lines of the past few years were terrible. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my dream. That's my stuff. dream, by the way. If I ever get this game to succeed it's like you know the levels that i want it to i want to walk into work one day and them not have a clue what's about to happen and instead of me handing in a letter of like you know leaving kind of thing i forget what you call it um i would just want to walk in one day and be like hi guys i have something to say to everyone i'm quitting now and just walk out of the building and just leave with like the pride of something else that i've done has succeeded to the point where i can do that that's like my I really want to do that one day. Hopefully they are not watching or I listening lo- to this I, show. I, <laughs> they probably I, I will. Wanna, I, just wanna, I just wanna point out how that quickly became into very inspirational at the very end of that. Yes, of uh, that you, piece. probably a habit by now. <laughs> Would you rather explore an uncharted planet or the deepest, darkest parts of our ocean here on Earth? Uh a, a different planet. I'm not a fan of the water really. So what if it's a water planet? Oh, God. Your what, turn. Uh, <laughs> what would be on the gag reel of your life? Uh, probably me running around as a three-year-old kid pretending to be Sonic the Hedgehog in the school playground every single day. Mm-hmm, that would... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, that's good. That's yeah, that's good, that's good totally. shit. All right. You're in a horror movie. What would you mm. rather be murdered by? A human killer? A supernatural killer? Or a bestial monster killer? Uh, The monster because i feel like that's the quickest way they'd be most powerful so you wouldn't feel anything but what if you're food and you just get uh, eaten that's weird yeah that's always been my thing it's like okay this the supernatural spectrals it's like how would i die i don't know heart attack like what how are you killing me like in my dreams like is that is freddy like one of those i guess maybe but then like i am terrified of mike myers terrified of a big, strong guy that is just going to rip your arms off and make you eat them. Anyway, Andy, your turn. Um, I have just been arrested yep. for the murder of Steven. Yeah, okay. How did I, how did I do it? Uh, I love when they do it when uh, you do like a fresh play, an old question, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
the backstory is he was late to a dual screens podcast and you beat him with the microphone stand until he died. I probably, I probably you, put up a little. Know bit what, of my, that's okay. Do you know what this cost me? I would never. <laughs> it doesn't have to be yours. It could be my microphone stand. Right. It could be mine. Oh, you know what I would use though? I would use this um, banana holder. Sure, that's what that is. <laughs> Super monkey ball. <laughs> sure, that's what that is, Andy. Um. All right. Here, here, here's one. Here's one for you. Mm-hmm. If you were to anamorph right now. You have an anamorph figure. In case you don't know what that is, that means you could shape shift to an animal. What animal would that be? Uh, a dog, because I feel like everybody loves dogs. Just a simple dog. Mm. Okay, very yeah. good. I like that. All right. So since you're gonna go animorphs, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with if you were one of the planeteers, which would you be? Would you be Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, or Stupid Heart? Which makes no whoa, sense. Whoa, whoa. But is the thing. <laughs> uh, fire. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I like it. Yeah, that I, like I always it. chose the fire Pokemon when I play Pokemon. So. Oh. So, so you're a simpleton. I get it. Okay. <laughs> oh, besides Diamond and Pearl. Steven. I chose Piplup in Diamond and Pearl. That's the only one. Because there I got smart. Smart. Piplup's dope. I think I did. That was Torterra, right? That was that one. Turtwig? No. That was that one? Yeah, Turtwig was the grass one. Yeah. Piplup that, was the water. I did that one. I did Turtwig on that, my yeah. first play of that one. It's good times. So, if you were a Pokemon gym leader, what would your gym theme be? Well, saying fire is too boring now, because I just, it's the same yeah, answer, it, it isn't it? It could be fire, but it could have a twist. Right. Uh, fire slash dragon. Oh, so Charizard's not on there. That's interesting. Because he's the only dragon that's not a fucking dragon. Knows the shit out of no me. No sense, Andy. At all. I have more Pokemon questions now that he's opened up the floodgates. Um, so go I, ahead. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure you do. Um, would you rather have <laughs> your skin color change based on your emotions, Ooh. or have tattoos appear all over your body that would depict what you did the day before? Uh, the skin color changing due to emotions, like a mm-hmm. mood ring does. Yeah, I'd rather have that. It's as long as you're brutally honest with everything you say, you're, you're fine there, I think. Yeah, it's probably more <laughs> useful that way. Would you rather mm-hmm. have the ability to teleport or time travel? Uh, teleport. Because if there's anything I've learned from Marvel, it's don't mess with the multiverse and time travel. So. <laughs> But let's say you could time travel, but you could only go forwards or backwards in time. Which way would you go? Uh, Forwards. I'm, yeah, much more sci-fi than I am knowing what happened in the past and seeing it that way. Mm. So my brain still thinks that like fifty to a hundred years ago we lived in black and white. So, (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs) What's the name of your new liver? Uh, <laughs> that's a weird question. It doesn't have one, but okay. it, it also it, it doesn't feel like it's um. How do I say it? It doesn't feel like it's part of me. Like it belongs there. That's it's the, that's the weird part. It feels like you're carrying around something that's not like yours all the right. time. Right. So 
Mm. Yeah, it's still quite alien, but I think that'll come with time. I'll get used to it. So. You could you could physically feel that, like you could you physic or is it like an emotional? I mean, yeah, like when I move around, it still hurts sometimes, so you can feel it that way. Oh wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but yeah. Plus, uh, I mean, the gigantic scar that's shaped like a T really gives it away, so right. I can never uh, lose right. that. Right. Right. So it's so it's <laughs> Mister T. Listen, is the name of your new liver? Yeah, that that's it. I pity Maybe the fool it should be. with an autoimmune disease. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if you could scrub one game from the Halo franchise out of existence, Ooh. which game would that be? Five. That was really easy. Wow. I thought you were gonna. I thought that was gonna the be last a challenge. one. <laughs> yeah. The one I played the least of, so it has to be that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand. All right, let's get uh, let's get one more, and then Andy, you can go home with this one. Um, let's see. Let's do a good one. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life without consequences, what would that food be? I'm glad you added the without consequences. Yeah, don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, it. Sushi is the answer. Ooh, don't know if you would expect that one. But yeah, currently I can't have sushi. It's one of the things I can't eat after the liver transplant. So uh, oh, wow. that does have consequences now. Is so that like the a fact you said thing? without. Uh, I, no, it's, oh. it uh, interferes with the um, like dosage of medication I take. Got it, got uh, it. And yeah. also seafood anything that crawls at the bottom of the ocean is um higher chance of containing traces of hepatitis so yeah that's why so the fact you said no consequences no consequences bud get get that sushi eat it all day or a day right all right andy it's now time for the ceremonial (sighs) final question which i'm sure Jaden already knows i'm like yeah i'm not gonna belabor the point because you're not gonna belabor the question you know okay all right and that is Jaden. well our listeners don't might not even Ah, uh, that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. No, they know. You just got right Andy, in there. Andy or Steven. Yeah, let's just give it, just say let, it, man. Let me just, just say it. I'm saying it. I'm trying to say it without you interrupting me. Andy or Steven. No, no, I want him to say it. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, I feel I've, I've spoke to Andy more. Uh-huh. Uh, however... Stephen has a really nice radio voice, and I like Ooh. like boom kind of you know bassy voices. Mm-hmm. Oh snap! Mm. Uh, Things might have just gotten a little voices. sexual in here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A little bit. Oh, comfortable. I am comfortable bit. in this. I'm gonna say Stephen. Yeah, no, that's that's the right answer because the more you talk to Andy, the more you can't stand him. I get it. It's fair. I get it. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Jaden. Totally before I just gotta we, I just gotta block him on Discord right now before you. That's move on. fine. Just, that's uh, fine. I'll, I'll I'll join the Discord. I'll get in the uh, the closed alpha, whatever it's called. Um, Jaden, where can everybody find Cross Planet? How can everybody keep up with the development and all that fun stuff? Give us give us everything. So the uh, the Twitter and Facebook is really easy. It's just Cross Planet Game. We have the you know the um, Elias on there. However, YouTube. We don't because it's a random higgledy jig URL that we don't know. Until you get um, to a certain you, amount of subs, yeah. Yeah, but I th- 
I think now we're at the point where people have actually typed in our name in YouTube so much that if you just search cross planet in YouTube, we come up for like the first five videos. So that's good. Excellent. So yeah, you, and then for discord, it's a bit more complicated, but it's always in the description of our YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. So and it, if you it, just search cross planet description game, as well. Thanks. Yeah, if you, I think we got to the point where we can brag and just say, just search Cross Planet Game on the internet, and you'll find us eventually. So awesome, awesome. It's true. It's very true. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at Dual Underscore Screens on Twitter, at Dual Screens on Instagram. I am at Batchild Twenty Seven. Andy is at Pants Guy, and our Facebook group is facebook.com slash d facebook.com slash groups slash ds podcasts. There it is. That's the one. Got to make sure you get that groups in there because it is a group. For group hugs and whatnot. Uh, what else? Uh, Twitch.tv slash dual screen streams, youtube.com slash dual screens TV. If you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe, hit the thumbs up, and leave a comment. Cross Planet people, do you have another game you want us to go and do? Hit us in all of our comments. Just pass it around. Watch the show and pass it around to everyone. Um, this was a blast. I had a great time. Andy, is there anything you want to say before, uh, uh, some parting words before we go? No, uh, this game is. All sorts of fun. I've seen it in action before. Got the live demo from Jaden, and I feel like this game needs to be in everyone's radar. So please go check it out. Put it and on. You the got radar. the live demo that was like a 20 yeah. FPS Discord stream. I as know. Well. So that's. <laughs> and I'm awesome, still man. promoting it. So yeah. that says a lot. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, good luck with everything. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Jaden. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. And as always, please be excellent to each other.